There's a community of everyday people like you and me helping veterans and first responders heal from the trauma they encounter while on the job. We aren't doctors or therapists. We're just ordinary people who believe extraordinary love can heal wounds that medicine can't. We offer faith-based courses in local communities to help our friends and neighbors find the healing they haven't been able to find elsewhere. We believe there can be hope after trauma and that we can find purpose in our pain because we've seen it firsthand. Faith restored. Families recovered. Marriages healed. And purpose renewed. And in our world today, it takes all of us doing our part to make sure no one is left behind. Through Reboot Recovery, we are overcoming trauma together. Join us at RebootRecovery.com. I live in the Marysville area. When my son was a freshman in high school, we experienced the school shooting. In working with trauma and being in this field for a while now, when I went through my course, I actually downplayed that. That wasn't my trauma to process. I went through my course... That's not my trauma. That was my son's trauma. He experienced that because he was a freshman that year. That was our first responders. That was their trauma. I wasn't at the school. Who am I to call that my trauma? Karen Weir is with Reboot Recovery. Welcome. Thank you, Lori. Why don't you give us the lowdown? What is Reboot Recovery? The biggest thing that I like to explain to people right off the bat is when we say recovery, we're talking about trauma recovery. When it comes to trauma, that's not necessarily an exciting topic to talk about, but we all go through it. And so we do need to talk about it. We do need to look at what can we do to actually overcome trauma. So who is your perfect client? The neat thing about what we do is we have three different programs when it comes to trauma. We have one that we work specifically with our military, and that's current military members or our veterans. And then we have one that's specifically for first responders, because as we know, first responders experience not only their own trauma, but they're there with us as we're experiencing ours. And then our third program that we have, Lori, is actually Trauma Reboot, which is trauma recovery for all of us, because Let's face it, we've all experienced some trauma. Especially in the last couple of years. Exactly. You know, it was really neat. They actually started over a decade ago with our military curriculum. And then they, a few years later, they realized, hey, our first responders need this as well. And then and when 2020 happened, they went, wait a minute, we need something for everybody. And they've really opened up what they had learned for over a decade. And they said, let's do something for everybody. We see trauma with, of course, the military and, of course, first responders. But we also see it with kids coming out of foster care or domestic violence. Do you have programs for that? So currently we don't have anything for anyone who's under the age of 18. And here's the very important reason why. We're a peer-led group. You're going to have somebody, like if somebody's going to lead a group for first responders, it needs to be a first responder because they understand what those first responders go through. If it's somebody in the military, you want it to be somebody who's been in the military and understand that piece of it. But you asked about domestic violence, and that is an area that we are able to connect with. Lori, this is the thing I love. Whenever somebody comes in and they start looking at the different groups we have, they will come to us and say, you know what, we want to bring this back to our group. 
We work with women who've experienced domestic violence or men who've experienced it. Whatever community that they want to be able to bring this to, we help train them on how to be a peer leader. And then they're able to go bring that back to their group. So it really is find a need, fill a need type mentality of being able to go, you know what, here's what my friends need. Here's the people that I am in community with. And we'd like to be able to bring this to them. So when you say training, is there like a curriculum or is it one-on-one with people who work with you? How does that look? We've got a 12-week course. That's what we do for each one of our, our military, our first responder and trauma reboot. First of all, no cost to the participants. If they want a manual, it's $25. So I guess there's a small little fee for it. But then they go through for 12 weeks and they actually look at, start unpacking, what are the effects of trauma? What are some of the big emotions around trauma? What are some of the things that trauma has stolen from us? And they're able to go through this process. And this is something that's really neat. You don't come in and just share your story. You don't have to like, just rip off the bandaid. Here it is. Let's get it all out. You actually go step by step about week nine, when you're going through the trauma reboot course, you get to a place of sharing your story. And at that point, you've been looking at it each week along the way. And when you go to share this thing happens that I I experienced it myself, so I can speak to it. Your brain starts to form around that trauma differently. It doesn't settle in the way that it did before. You're able to look at things and go, you know what? I don't need to stay stuck and alone in this trauma anymore. I'm able to not only say, I want to look at it different. I can remember it differently as well. Like changing your brain patterns. It is. And I didn't, honestly, Lori, I didn't expect that. My first day on the job. So not only do I work for Reboot, but I'm also a member. Do you remember that commercial back in the day? But my very first day of working here and being the regional operations center manager was my very first course that I went through. So day one was also day one of going through the course. And I knew that there was something special about this program, but I didn't expect how quickly my brain was starting to change around it. It was remarkable. And even the thing that I've noticed going forward from there is as I've experienced another traumatic incident in my life recently, I was able to look at going, oh, okay, I recognize that as a natural trauma response. And I got to pause, Lori. I got to go, do I want to respond this way? Lori, you've known me for a long time. That's not my natural. I am a react in the moment. Oh my gosh, the sky is falling. I'm never going to recover over this trauma. And I actually was able to stop and go, I want to react different to this trauma. I want to sit and settle and process it a little bit different this time. I have to tell you, Lori, I went back to my team and I said, you guys, there's this really cool program. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's called Trauma Reboot. It's healing people's lives. I think we're hearing so much about trauma now. As you said earlier, we all experience trauma, but people say big T trauma and little t trauma. When I hear that, it makes me really realize some people maybe experienced really bad childhood trauma or in the military type thing, but that trauma of an accident or even witnessing an accident, that trauma matters and it affects us. A lot of times when people come to me and they say, is this trauma? Does this qualify as trauma? I understand that so much because Lori, you know a little bit about my background. I live in the Marysville area. When my son was a freshman in high school, we experienced the school shooting in working with trauma. 
and being in this field for a while now. When I went through my course, I actually downplayed that. That wasn't my trauma to process. I went through my course. That's not my trauma. That was my son's trauma. He experienced that because he was a freshman that year. That was our first responders. That was their trauma. I wasn't at the school. Who am I to call that my trauma? And Lori, I it took me weeks of being there to go, you know what, Karen? That's a load of crud. What I experienced was traumatic for our community. It was traumatic. A lot of times that denial comes in there. We like to share with people that if you feel like something that you've experienced was traumatic, you're right. It mm -hmm. was traumatic for you. And you have a right to heal and overcome that trauma. But if you think that you haven't experienced trauma, that's not necessarily the same. Because a lot of times we go into things and that very first, there's four natural responses to trauma. The very first one is denial. We may still be in that denial place like I did. And I'm in this industry. This is what I do. I work with been walking alongside people in trauma and grief and loss for decades. And even I said, that's not my trauma. That was interesting. Even I wanted to say that wasn't my trauma. Isn't that funny how we can help others and we kind of overlook ourselves? Okay, so you said there's four trauma responses. One is denial. So the very first thing that we see is a natural response. First we deny, then we cry, then we numb, and then we run. I never thought I was a runner. That was not one that I would have recognized. And earlier on in this year, I actually had a point where I literally ran from a situation. I was in a room, nothing major had happened, but I had been trying to stuff some trauma and some things were coming up for me. And I was in a room and somebody was standing at the door and I couldn't get out. Nothing. I wasn't threatened. Nothing should have sparked this, but I ran. I literally pushed past them. You know, I didn't let them know that I was freaking out, but I did. I was, and I ran out the door and I didn't realize until I went through a trauma reboot course, I was running from my trauma. I thought that that was like, oh, we do something else. And that's true. We do. We try to distract and do something else. We numb and then we remove ourselves from something. But for me, I literally ran, Lori. It was weird and I don't run. So that was what was really strange in this. I feel like now that you've kind of gone through this and like you said, we have some history. I know what you've been through. I know that you are brilliant at working on things. I mean, I remember when that shooting happened, you were right on top. You opened a place for the kids to get to. You did all the things. That's how I see you as a leader and a communicator. So I think that's really important for people to go, wait a minute, I'm a leader and a communicator and I'm a problem solver, but maybe I have trauma. Lori, this is a, a funny story. When I first learned about Trauma Reboot, I called up. You know that my history and leading women's organizations, being able to help people going through our trauma that we did in our community. And I called up and I said, I like to lead a group. And I'm type of person that I can go through a course and be very transparent and open a walk through this. And they said, you know, that's awesome. And we would love for you to lead a course. And yes, we will help you do that. But we'd really like to encourage you to go through the course yourself first. And I said, yeah, 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 I know, but I don't want to wait that long. I want to get in and I want to bring this to the people that I love and the community around me now. I don't want to wait. And they said, well, we really encourage you come back in a week. And if you still feel very passionate that you want to do it now, we will 
given some of my history and stuff. And they said, okay, I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> I did go through the course first and I realized that there was things that I had stuffed down. And so I've gone through the course myself the first 12 weeks, took a little bit of a break, and then I got to lead my first course. And you know what? There was still stuff to work on because Lori, guess what? We always have stuff to work on. And that's why it's peer-led though too. We're not having somebody with all these credentials behind their name, all the letters behind their name coming in and teaching you how to deal with your trauma. It's somebody like myself who lived through some trauma, learned a few things going through a course enough to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to walk alongside you. I'd like to create a safe space for you to come in and be able to go through a course as well. And so that's what we do. We actually meet leaders out in the community who want to lead a course and help them get plugged in. What we find out with people in recovery from drugs and alcohol, as well as people in recovery from childhood abuse, there's a statistic takes 26 years to report childhood abuse. So now they're adults and all of a sudden they've got this childhood trauma. What do I do? I feel like this is such a good program to help people have this safe place to be able to tell their story because Often when people with trauma try to tell their story to your average person, a lot of times that doesn't go over well because people don't, they don't know what to do. I've experienced this is they want to fix you. We talk about that from right away is that we lead with grace. Anything that we ever share is not trying to fix somebody. We can say, here's something that I've experienced. I don't know if this is helpful, but it's never about fixing somebody. I'm going to tell you a secret. The number one truth that we talk about in Trauma Reboot is you're not broken. Because if you're broken, then you need to be fixed. But we're not broken. We have a wound. And when there's a wound, those wounds can be healed. That's such a difference. Being able to not only look at ourselves in that way to go, you know what? I'm not broken. I do have a wound and there is a healing that can happen from that. You mentioned grace. And I would also say hope if somebody would come to you and feel broken and you're saying, hey, you can heal. Yeah. Imagine how that must feel. Absolutely. It's beautiful to watch when I had a really good friend of mine, which was really special to walk through it with somebody that you love. And that's a nice thing about our courses as well is because spouses can come alongside you to go through this course. A support person, a friend can come in with you. I had a friend who she said, in six weeks, she had experienced more transformation than she had in 30 years of therapy. Therapy is amazing. Don't get me wrong. What I love is when somebody is in therapy and they have a counselor and they can go through our course as well. Kind of tag teaming. I'm all about therapy and counseling and getting help. But for her, what she was able to say is that in six weeks, she had more transformation than in over 30 years of therapy. And that was amazing. And it was my friend. So it was just beautiful to get to watch that and see her and the community around us. We had nine women in this room that were loving on each other and helping one another. It wasn't about us trying to do this alone. We weren't in the trauma Olympics. We weren't trying to like, your trauma is bigger than mine or mine's not worthy of pulling out and sharing. We were able to all walk together and give each other space and grace through all of it. So it was amazing. I love that. We're talking with Karen Weir. She's with Reboot Recovery. As I'm hearing more about this, I'm thinking this is kind of a thing where maybe if you're running a 
an organization, a nonprofit, you might want to come and get the training and take it back. Absolutely. That's what we see. We see churches that get involved with it, other nonprofits, our first responder community, they are able to get connected in that. Also our military. So a lot of times like different military support groups, they'll come in and they want to be able to take that back to their community. And that's exactly what we do is we help to find a leader. There has to be two leaders because we want them to be supported as well. But we go through and we actually help train them to go through the course and walk alongside. And then they actually get videos each week and they have a coach, which anybody who knows you and knows the importance of having a coach, they actually have a coach to be able to go through the process as well with the 12 weeks. Can you say something about secondhand trauma? So a lot of times we discount that secondhand trauma. For myself, I think about that as kind of a, a sneaky trauma because of the fact that we don't look at it. We don't own it for ourselves and we don't take it in. And when we don't take it in and look at it, then it can come out sideways. When we're going through one of these courses, especially like our first responders, I mean, that's exactly what they experience. There needs to be a place to unpack that as well and to acknowledge it and to be able to say, this is the effect that it's having on me. And just by acknowledging it, just being able to bring that up opens up so much to be able to allow healing to happen in there. You talked about denial. And when I think about it, often I'll hear that people will share something and they, they'll say, just like you said, but it wasn't mine, but it's still valid. There's a quote I love. Her name is Alex L. Self-healing is an act of community service. Mm. I know. I love that oh, because Lord. when we don't heal, like what your little, your example that you gave of pushing past and running, mm -hmm. often we will have responses like that and we don't know what they're about. Yes. And what we see when people finally tell their story of childhood abuse after 26 years, they've been thinking of it in a certain way. So like whenever the trauma happened, if you were a certain age in your mind, you kind of stay that age. So you're responding maybe as a child or a teenager, but you're a full grown adult. Yes. I had a very interesting thing. It was such a blessing to be able to experience this. I was at a first responder conference recently. There was two first responders that were there speaking that week that they've started a nonprofit. They just so happen to be the school resource officers from Marysville. And they are two men who are very impactful in my boys' lives because not only did we have the school shooting here in our community, the year after my son had another very traumatic event. And one of these first responders was actually the one who helped us and walked alongside my son throughout the years would check in on him. Well, through obviously major traumas that they experienced as first responders and in this community, they had a point where they had to reach out for help because they did that. But because they did that, we've now almost 10 years later have come back together and we got to talk about this. And I called my boys and I said, you're never going to believe this. Officer Sutherland and Officer Wood are here at this event and they're actually going through the healing process. And I got up afterwards and I said to them, you were my boys as superheroes back then, the day of those traumatic events, but you are having a bigger impact today because you are being examples of men who are willing to say, you know what, I am hurting and I need help. And you're going through and healing. And that is actually serving 
my boys and making a bigger, my boys, they're 23 and 19, <laughs> my men, they're giving them that example. And my husband and I are both so thankful for that impact that they're having even today. And that's because they're going and getting healing and they're helping their brothers. Their group is called Brothers in Healing. So that's why I said brothers. Well, I think that's such a big point about asking for help. And I think with police and first responders, it's been hard for them because they may get pulled off the job or people might think they can't cope. And so I think for so long, they've had to kind of stuff it. So I love it that there is kind of this new wave of let's talk about it. Let's be real. And hey, you can still work if you want. And that's what we talked about at the conferences is what does it look like to start the healing process before we get to a place of where we feel broken? We're not broken, we're wounded and wounds can heal. But before we feel there, what if we could go through a, I don't know, a first responder reboot course and kind of learn how to process these traumas before they get out of hand? before they do take us out of the job, whether that's a first responder, military, or trauma reboot. I love what you said about it being peer-led. So it's not like somebody's up there who's never experienced. It's like been there, done that. And I think that that offers that grace and hope. You know, something else that's really special about our courses, I mentioned that spouses can go along, especially we see that with our military and our first responders. A lot of time that communication it, that's hard because the first responder doesn't want to go home and share what they experience every day. You know, they're trying to protect their family and that spouse and family members, they don't want to tell the first responder, Hey, I'm scared or Hey, why do you do this? Why do you react this way? There's just not an avenue for a lot of communication there. And the amazing thing when us to a first responder and a spouse or military and a spouse, they go into one of these courses and they're talking about the effects of trauma. First responder says, well, you know, I've, I've seen this happen or some people might react this way. And the spouse will look over and go, wow, you do that. I didn't know you were doing that because of this. And I respond this way to you because I thought you were doing it for some other reason. Oh my goodness, the communication doors are flung way open. And so now there's a chance for them to talk where that wasn't there before. And it's so amazing to watch that happen. We're talking with Karen Weir, Reboot Recovery. How do we find you? I know there's people that are just got their phones out or on their computers. They're like, where do we get a hold of this? Well, the great thing is, is we're not just here. We've got courses that are on the ground in 44 different states, but virtually you can connect anywhere, literally around the world. We have 13 different, I think it's 13 different countries right now that are hosting courses. If you go to rebootrecovery.com, you can look at our three different courses that are there, learn a little bit more about us, listen to testimonies. Then when you click on to join a course or lead a course, you can see where the courses are. You'll see it and join a course, click on locations. If you don't see one that's in your area, go ahead and say, notify me when there is one in our area. And we'll do what we can to try to help you find a course in your area. And then if you're not seeing one, you're more than welcome to raise your hand and say, hey, I want to help find a leader for this area because I want a course in my community. So rebootrecovery.com, what is it that you really 
really want people to know before we go? I wouldn't have believed this before going through the course myself, that there is actually means of overcoming trauma. I didn't believe that before I experienced it myself. And is it going to make, you know, everything perfect and trauma is going to go away and never rear its ugly head again? No. But being able to go through this process and recognize ways that we want to overcome and experience some healing through this journey is pretty amazing. I do want to share with you real quick how it looks to actually lead a course. For a participant, there's no cost except for the actual $25 for the book. So the 12 weeks, there's it's just the, the manual. For the leader, it's $199. For the main leader, it's $199. That gets them the seven hours of training. It gets them their coach. That way, if they're like, hey, I have this situation this week, what do I do? They have videos each week to help prep them going through it. They have access to all the curriculum, not just, I mean, we've got not only our three main programs, but we've got a lot of different ones as well. It's an annual fee for the license to be able to go through. For their co-leader, because we don't want, that gets kind of pricey to have all these, if we are requiring two leaders. We're like, oh, you both have to pay 200 bucks. For the main leader, it's 199. And then for the co-leader, it's 49. It's really reasonable. And that's just so we can kind of do all the stuff in the back end and then get them the support as well. So, and then we go out and do the grants and sponsorships and all that. So we can keep it that, that inexpensive, but that's awesome. what it looks like to be able to go through it. There's a community of everyday people like you and me helping veterans and first responders heal from the trauma they encounter while on the job. We aren't doctors or therapists. We're just ordinary people who believe extraordinary love can heal wounds that medicine can't. We offer faith-based courses in local communities to help our friends and neighbors find the healing they haven't been able to find elsewhere. We believe there can be hope after trauma, that we can find purpose in our pain because we've seen it firsthand. Faith restored, families recovered, marriages healed, and purpose renewed. And in our world today, it takes all of us doing our part to make sure no one is left behind. Through Reboot Recovery, we are overcoming trauma together. Join us at RebootRecovery.com. Hi, I'm Lori Hardy, and thanks for listening in. We hope you learned something new today. And join us next time as we continue to talk with people who are making a difference.